Planning to cut costs in 2024? Inflation is still running high. Many are struggling to make ends meet. People are reconsidering their spending habits. Looking to grow your rainy day fund? Financial experts have some ideas to help you out. Life is expensive. Whether it's car repairs, medical bills, the average person has been reeling from the erratic nature of the economy. So what are some ways we can save? One expert suggests making a cup of coffee at home instead of buying it at a local cafe. By doing this, you could save over $900 next year. Or how about streaming subscriptions? If you cancel three subscriptions at $12 a month, you'll have over $400 extra. It's good to be prepared for the unknown, but it's important to remember that the Lord is always in control. As Paul the Apostle says, don't be anxious for anything, but lift up your worries to the Lord in prayer. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And here on this Friday, we're wrapping up a best of 2023 series called Return to the Hiding Place. We've been thinking about the life of Corey Ten Boom and her family and friends who were helping hide Jews from the Nazis in Holland. If you've ever read her book called The Hiding Place or seen the movie based on the book, you know how powerful this story is. In the book, Corey shares how her Christian family felt motivated to help the Jews out in their town as the Nazis were hunting them down. She also shares how there was a teenage army of young people who helped them as well. And in a moment, we're going to talk with the director, producer, and writer of a movie that helped tell their story. Hans Pillay was the very first person hidden behind the wall of her house. Now, he was a Christian. Uh, he wasn't a Jew. But he resisted. He refused on the, you know, the campus to sign the Nazi declaration and join the Nazi party. Peter Spencer will be with us soon to share how he brought Hans Pollie's story to the silver screen, along with more of the Ten Booms family, with a movie called Return to the Hiding Place. And then after this program, I'd like to send you a DVD with both the Return to the Hiding Place and the original Hiding Place movie. The original movie, produced by Billy Graham's Worldwide Pictures, both films will show you how Christians knew the unique presence of Christ in the worst of times, something we all need to know today. We're answering our phones 24-7 as this year comes to a close, 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN, and we really could use your generosity to help us make our budget call by 11.59 p.m. December 31st. Or visit our website, check out the movie trailer, and then make your tax-deductible year-end gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And remember that we have a $100,000 match. Dollar for dollar, it'll be doubled up to $100K. Twice the impact for sharing the gospel in 2024. And now let's open the program with Stephen Curtis Chapman. And remember to remember. Well, I've been looking back. Over my shoulder Retracing every step Trying to unforget And I see the mountaintops I've journeyed over And I see the valleys deep Where I crawl on my hands and knees Pages and memories Filled with joy and stained with tears They call 
my name And if I listen I can hear them saying Remember the way He led you up to the top Of the highest mountain Remember the way He carried you through the deepest dark Remember His promises For every step on the road ahead Look where you've been Where you go And remember to remember Remember And now I'm looking out at the road that's waiting But my eyes can only see so far out ahead of me As sure as the sun will shine there'll be more mountains I will climb And more deep dark shadow lands where desperate faith is all I have Till I'm home, I'm resting all my hope and trust In the only one whose name is God with us Remember the way He led us up to the top of the highest mountain Remember the way He carried us through the deepest dark Remember His promises for every step on the road have come to an understanding which is for the good of all. Listen to your own student president, Franz von Hasselt, who wishes to address you. It was once wisely said to me, as the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. Stand with me today, no matter what the cost. This oath offers allegiance to Adolf Hitler and his kingdom on earth. My allegiance is to the kingdom of heaven! A very dramatic scene that we just heard from the movie called Return to the Hiding Place. Let's go to San Antonio, and with me on the line is Peter Spencer. He's the producer, director of the movie. Peter, 
Welcome to Haven Today for the very first time. Oh, it's a privilege to be here. I'm glad that I've met y'all. Uh, my family of believer friends is growing. You made the movie Return to the Hiding Place. Uh, I guess when I watched it, I thought, this is the backstory to Corey Ten Boom that well needed said. to be told. How did you decide and how did you learn that there was this backstory about this Christian army of teenagers that helped the Ten Boom family back in World War II in Holland? You know, it's, it's a great question because nobody seems to have asked it after the first film. And, and then you wouldn't. You would just assume people were bringing people in and people were kind of taking them out and helping them. But there was actually a little resistance group. It was called Rolls-Royce. And it was made up of all children, teenagers, except for one, Pete Hartog, who was 21, I believe, at the time. And uh, he was the leader, and he had had some military training. And um, I got involved in the film because I was debating an abortionist one day, and um, there was a big crowd. And afterwards, this tall, very, we're talking regal. This mm. used to be, a, you know, it's, it's a very unique style today. When you see a man walk in the room, he's very regal. Mm -hmm. And um, he had white hair, 6'2 or so, thin man. And he walked up to me afterwards and he says, it looks like you and I have the same calling in life. I said, okay, you know, and um, you never know what somebody's going to say to you after you debate an abortionist. You, you hope they're on your side, not throwing eggs at your car. So he said, um, yeah, um, I used to, I lived during World War II and I saved Jews you save preborn babies. Mm. I said, well, what's your name? He goes, my name's Hans Pillay. And I saw it in my mind immediately. Wait a minute. I think that's connected to Corey Ten Boom. I, you knew. Wow. Yeah. All right. Let's stop right there because th unless somebody's seen the movie, they don't know who Hans Pillay is. You did because you had read the books and, 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 and you knew the story. Tell us who Hans Pillay was what was his connection to Corey Ten Boom? Hans Pillay was the very first person hidden behind the wall of her house. Now, he was a Christian. Now, he wasn't a Jew, but he resisted. He refused on the, you know, the campus to sign the Nazi declaration and join the Nazi party. And they said, this is going to cost you. It's not like we're asking mm. you. Mm. And he said, well, you know, okay, you know. I'll think about it. So he goes basically home and his mother says, you know, somebody was at the door while you were out at the market or something. And it was the Nazis and they were saying, where's your son? Hmm. And uh, you're going to have to go into hiding son. And so make a long story short, he ended up, they knew the 10 booms and he went to the 10 booms uh, to hide. So he was the first one there being, of course, as a Christian, um, the issue of the Jews started coming up. And so he began gathering around him, young people that thought it was wrong, but the Jews were being persecuted and killed. The Christians were being persecuted, but Hitler was, was putting them till later because at least he kind of resembled as a Germanic, a Christian, but he simply hated gypsies mm. and Jews. Mm. But Corey loved the Jews. She loved Israel. She, she believed that they were God's people. And so Hans said, "We, you know, there's space here. Let's let's put him up here." And um, so it was really Hans Pauli that helped lead the Ten Boom family to hide out Jews and smuggle hundreds of Jews 
through their house to safety, and they never lost a single Jew, I understand. That's correct. Out of 888 Jews that were hidden there, the teenage army just smuggled them out. And Hans took me on some of the routes through downtown Amsterdam, showing me where they would hide the Jews in the middle of the night until they got to the edge of the river and they would get on a boat and they would ferret them across uh, to other countries and all. Mm. Why do we need this story that you made the movie Return to the Hiding Place? Why do we need that story today? I would say a short answer is this. I close with these words when I was speaking at Max Okato's conference. It was a battle for the mind. It was a men's conference. And we have become a religion as Christians, and we are not a religion. I mean, Hinduism is a religion, but we're a faith. We're an active faith. We, we are not religion. We are followers of a living Christ. And so I ended it with the same reason, and I would talk with Hans about this. The Christian faith is not a religion. It's not a religion. It's a revolution against the kingdom of darkness. In other words, true Christianity will be willing to resist at the cost of life the godless, those who hate God, our God, which is the reality of what Hans did. And the second reason is, is because it's about how teenagers made a difference in the world mm -hmm. that the world has heard about for the last 50 years. Um, I remember as a boy going to seeing the hiding place at a movie theater. Mm -hmm. And, um, but nobody really knew who the heroic people were that rescued those 888 people that all survived. And it was children. And so young people today don't have a vision. They don't have a great vision for their lives. They're not being given great visions. They go home, they watch TV, whatever. Um, they might play sports if it's, you know, that's good for them, but they don't, they aren't being given vision. And, uh, uh, you know, those without a vision perish, the word of God says. Yes. And um, I really have a heart for young people catching vision. Yes. As you reflect back, as you met these different people, many of the characters in your movie lost their lives because of their faith. Right. Does that encourage you? even though they had to die because they were Christians and they were trying to save lives? Of course, death doesn't encourage us, yet death of the saints is precious as the sight of the Lord, the Scripture says. So what it does is it encourages me that the Spirit of God within us can make us do that which our bodies say no. Because we, you know, survival is, is built within us. So, But it did encourage me, uh, those young people that did stand up on that beach that last day, and it was only days later that the Germans had to leave, and it's that's what's kind of sad. But, yeah, it encourages me that they were willing to give their lives. And if it encourages me, I am at the same time convicting myself and almost vowing before the Lord, therefore, if that encourages me, therefore should I be. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. If that time comes, because Hans said to me, Peter, I fought the Nazis and we tried to get rid of them. And I, uh, that's a different story for another day, but um, found a little piece of the law here in San Antonio that allowed me to close down over half the abortion clinics, literally close them down. And um, Planned Parenthood sued me for doing it, but we won the lawsuit um, because we legally had found just a letter of the law that. I could close them down. 
And so he says, and with your battle, it's been for the unborn, like the Jews, defenseless. But he said, what's coming in the 21st century is going to be the battle for the Christians. Hmm. We are going to be put under the microscope and suddenly treated as second-class citizens, a unique group, Mm. if we don't ABC. And he said, it'll probably, and I've always believed this since I was young, um, he said, it'll begin with tax issues, you know, nonprofits, you know, why are we giving you nonprofit status? And and you know, that's a long story. It's because in the old days, the church is one that fed the poor that were around their churches. So the government said, hey, we'll let you get a break. But he said, but then it's going to come down to Christians being those who are disobeying the government because, and he said, they'll find a list of it. The Nazis found a list. Uh, And so um, he said, you know, you'll outlive me. And uh, he says, but that's what I see. So every day pray against that. Mm. And it was Mm. words of wisdom because Christians have been persecuted in the Soviet Union. They are persecuted in China. They are persecuted around the world, just like the Jews were. And Christians don't get involved. And um, a lot of saints, Armenians, people like that, have lost their lives. So um, that's, you know, that's kind of the direction that Hans really, when he told me the story, the backstory, I was inspired uh, to maybe uh, before the troops rolled into town, start waking Christians up. And that's the third purpose of the movement. Mm. The second, of course, being the youth, but just waking Christians up in general, this could happen here. Yes. That's right. Let me ask you a question that I ask just about everybody who's ever on our program. You're a filmmaker. You've had an amazing career doing a lot of things. But you're a follower of Jesus. Peter Spencer, what does Jesus mean to you? You know, what's precious about that question is that Jesus, of course, is God and Yahweh in the flesh, Jehovah in the flesh, that God, you know, I've said this to people who couldn't quite understand. And I said, look at it this way. You know, people go, yeah, yeah. Well, God has so easy. I mean, he is God. He's up there in heaven. He doesn't know. This is like the old spiritual. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows like Jesus. And it's really true. You know, they said, well, God doesn't really feel what's happening down here. And God said, you know what? I'm going to show you. I'm willing to feel, even though I don't have to. I never sinned. I'm willing to feel what you feel and suffer what you suffer and the indignities and the shame. And then on top of that, I'm going to have, I'm going to pour your sins upon my son to suffer those for those sins. And the blood is going to cover it. But don't ever again say, I don't get it. I don't get you humans. I don't get the suffering you're feeling because I voluntarily went under suffering where most of you, it was simply because of circumstance. And that is the most outrageously generous kind God. And that's the most amazing Jesus that we often forget about. You know, when we think about Jesus, this was a volunteer mission, suicide mission that he came on. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you the truth, that is a heroic Jesus. So I think of my Jesus, I I know sanctification, atonement, justification, redemption, all of the things that the cross and the resurrection created. But I see God in human form as heroic 
And uh, I did a Heroes of the Faith series years ago. But Jesus is a heroic master. And I think we ought to teach our kids about Jesus being a hero. Because if they see him as a hero, they're reading comic books, for heaven's sakes. If they see our God as a hero, I think it will change their paradigm. He's not just this religious figure or a Catholic figure hanging on a wall as a crucifix. Yes. Peter Spencer, the man who made Return to the Hiding Place, thank you for joining us and being with us here on the program today. And and thank you for blessing us with this movie. It's been a great joy to have you on the program. You guys have been a blessing. I'm honored to be on your program. So thank you. In a time of trouble, in a time for Lord, there is hiding place where hope is born in a time of danger when our faith is proved there is a hiding place where we are loved there is a hiding strong protective space where God provides the grace to persevere for nothing can remove us from the Father's love though all may change yet nothing changes the Haven Quartet 
and a medley of The Hiding Place and You Are My Hiding Place. Here in this haven today, I'm Charles Morris, as 2023 draws to a close. I'm so thankful we could share again our interview with Peter Spencer. Hans and Corey Ten Boom saw the worst of humanity in World War II. They both went to concentration camps for helping protect Jews, and they both would testify to this precious truth. There is no pit so deep. God's love is not deeper still. I'd really like to send you the two movies on a single DVD called The Hiding Place and Return to the Hiding Place. As you watch both of these feature films, you'll be greatly uplifted to see how the steadfast love of the Lord never ceased to be with them and her family and her Christian friends, even as they face the Nazis and the forthcoming concentration camps. So I want to send you this double DVD for your year-end gift that'll be doubled thanks to a match we have in place by Friends of the Ministry. Would you pray about how generous you could be? But please make your gift by 11.59 p.m. on December 31st. If Haven is a blessing to you, would you pray about being a blessing to us right now? Our number is 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. We're answering the phones, like I've said, 24-7 in these waning hours of the year. Or watch the movie trailer on our website, and then make your year-end gift there at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. Help us reach our goal, and you can receive your tax write-off for 2023. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again next time when again together we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Well, it's that time of the year again. Time to put away the baked goodies. Time to bring in the healthy food. It's a new year, and with that comes a renewed desire to diet. I said that evil word. Nobody likes hearing it. No one likes doing it. But for some reason, after gorging in holiday goodness, most of us feel a need to shed a few pounds. But can I redirect our thoughts away from physical fitness to something far better? Psalm 18, verse 1. I love you, Lord. You are my strength. There's nothing wrong with diet and exercise, building up strong muscles, your strong body, but there's nothing more important than building your strength in Christ. An Anchor Devotional can help encourage you in your daily walk with Him. Try it out today at GetAnchor.com.